quality connections in our lives are one of the most influential things that we have. If you're in a very unhealthy relationship or you have a very unhealthy connection that is in your life, it's like poison. It's like toxic. It can erode even the most beautiful spirit, the brightest light of enthusiasm and excitement and happiness that you're experiencing within. Someone who is in a miserable state themselves can most definitely and will most definitely if they're a very unhealthy influence on you try to include you in welcome to the pave your paradise podcast i'm mandy ross international media personality speaker writer life cheerleader and coach each episode i'll share a guest or an idea to help you blast through your limiting beliefs nourish your soul and connect with yourself to take your relationships health business and life to a next level We don't play small, we're meant for great things. We take our struggles and turn them into slam dunk successes. This is the place for you to create your best you so you can pave your personal path to paradise. Are you with me? Let's do this. Hello and welcome back to the show. I'm Mandy and I want to thank you so much for tuning in and for your continued support. Your subscriptions, your reviews, and your shares mean the absolute world to me and I feel honored for you to be spending your time with me right now. I'd love to know how you're tuning in today. Are you listening in with girlfriends or your guy friends? Please let me know by sharing on social media. You might just see your face featured on my story sometime soon. This is part two in a two-part series I'm doing on narcissism. I would highly suggest if you haven't listened to my last episode on this that after this episode you go and you listen to that one as well because together they give you a full scope of all the information that I wanted to put together into a full episode. I honestly broke it up into two because there's just so much that I wanted to talk to you guys about on this topic. And the first one is about what narcissism is and is not, uh, my personal experiences with having them in my life, the diagnosis, the causes, the treatments, a little bit about what it's like to date narcs, the common traits, and some examples. Now in today's episode that you're tuning into right now, I'm going to be getting into the three main types of narcissists because they come in all sorts of shapes, sizes. There's lots of different people who display these characteristics and or have the actual personality disorder of a narcissist. Whether or not there's actually hope if you have one in your life, is there actually a future that can be had together? How to cope with one if you are in a situation where you really love somebody and you do not at this point want to end things with them and also the ultimate question that you usually have to ask yourself in these situations or these relationships whether you want to leave or whether you want to stay in the first place and the last thing I'm going to be sharing in today's episode so make sure you tune in till the end is a really life-changing event that I went through with a narcissist and it was extremely 
extremely traumatizing and I've actually never been publicly open about it. There's only a few people on one hand that I can say that I've ever talked to about it because it was just so profound at the time in my life and I didn't really know how to navigate it. Obviously, I've done a lot of self-work after that. So now I feel comfortable being able to share it and I'm so happy I get to share it with you guys because hopefully it will touch some of you out there who might be experiencing this unfortunate situation and empower you to take control of it. And really guys, that's the main reason I wanted to do this two-part series with you is because narcissism can be a very traumatic, it can be a very sticky and confusing and really dark unfortunate scenario in your life and I never want any one of you of my beautiful listeners out there to ever feel like you have to be alone in a situation to ever feel like there's nothing that you can't get over or break through and also I want you to understand what I've gone through so that you know that no matter how shitty things in life get you can overcome them because I have and if I can do these things then you guys can do them too and you're not alone. You're not alone in your struggles. You do have support that you can turn to and there are people who have gone through some of these sticky situations that you might be dealing with right now and there is hope. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. There is always a way out and there is always a solution to every single problem. So if this episode and the last one I've done on narcissists can help you guys navigate this situation, it would make me so happy for you to be able to take what I'm talking about and applying it to your own situation to help you overcome this. And lastly, I created these episodes on narcissism because ultimately, as much as I'm a believer that you can create your own paradise within and nothing externally will ever bring you true inner joy and happiness, the people that you surround yourself with most definitely do affect your health from a mental health standpoint from a physical health standpoint from a spiritual standpoint everything that surrounds you has a direct effect on you you can choose sometimes to tune things out quality connections in our lives are one of the most influential things that we have if you're in a very unhealthy relationship or you have a very unhealthy connection that is in your life it's like poison it's like toxic it can erode even the most beautiful spirit the brightest light of enthusiasm and excitement and happiness that you're experiencing within someone who is in a miserable state themselves can most definitely and will most definitely if they're a very unhealthy influence on you try to include you in that darkness having conversations around these kind of topics I know that they're not the most positive topics but it's important for us to talk about shadow work. It's important for us to talk about the things that aren't so good because creating inner joy and inner happiness doesn't just happen by focusing only on the good. It's by eliminating the things that bring us down. It's by deleting the things that are no longer serving us in our lives. So it has to be that yin and yang. It has to be that duality of focusing on the good things 
things that are really positive for us, but also on what to get rid of that is weighing us energetically, physically, emotionally, and mentally down. So without further ado, let's dive in to this episode together. I think it's important to share with you guys the three main types of narcissists because as you can hear from my recap of what I've experienced and also what common traits are, no narcissist is the same. There's people who are very similar to one another, but there actually are classified nine different types of narcissists. I'm going to shed the light on the three major types just so you can get a little bit more insight on who you may or may be dealing with or may encounter. Hopefully not, but if you do, you'll know who you're dealing with. The one of the three main types is called a classic narcissist. They're also known as a high-functioning or exhibitionist narcissist. They're typically people that most people think of when they hear the term narcissist. These are the attention-seeking narcissists who brag about their accomplishments. They also expect others to flatter them and feel entitled to special treatment, and they get bored when they're not the focus of conversation and rarely like to share the spotlight with others. Here's the irony, though. They're usually so desperate to feel important, but at the same time, they often already perceive themselves to be superior to most people they meet. The next type of narcissist is the vulnerable narcissist. And when I first say that, the words themselves might sound like they're the total opposites, but they actually do exist. They're known as the fragile victim or closet narcissists. They still feel as if they are superior to most people they meet, but they actually despise the spotlight. They also try to attach themselves to special people instead of seeking special treatment themselves. They may seek pity or they could express it through excessive generosity. This enables them to receive the attention and admiration they need to boost their sense of self-worth. And the last of the three types I want to just share with you guys, and the last of the three types is known as the malignant narcissist. Now these ones are the ones that are the most toxic. Now the malignant narcissists are highly manipulative and they will all also try to exploit you at any cost. These narcissists have many antisocial traits that are not present in the other two major types. They're similar to sociopaths and psychopaths and often have a sadistic streak that makes them different from the other two major types. Now these ones have a primary goal which is often to dominate and control and they'll use deceit and aggression to accomplish it and they lack remorse for any of their actions. It's ludicrous and insane, yes. They may even enjoy the suffering of others. If you are dealing with someone like this, I'm just going to say right now, I'm going to help you navigate through this on my episode, but you please need to seek external help because these are the people who are capable of doing things that are very harmful and potentially dangerous and detrimental to you and your health and safety, which is the most important. I want you guys out there who are listening to always make sure that you are taking care of your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual health. And if you feel at any point that you're in danger and any of this is resonating, if you're around someone who you think is displaying signs of malignant narcissism, please, 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 please do yourself a huge favor and please make sure that you seek external help from a professional. Now having shared with you guys the common traits, the causes, the treatments, the experiences I've gone through and you guys know I am an eternal optimist. I'm very positive but I also want to be honest with you guys and I also want to keep things real so I think it's really important to dive into if there's actually any hope if you're dealing with one in your life and if you are currently dealing with one how to actually cope with 
a narcissist who you love. And this, again, doesn't have to just be an intimate relationship or partnership. It could be a a relative. It could be a friend. It could be, you know, someone you work with. It could be a neighbor. Like, there's so many could-bes in your life right now. And I really want to help you guys navigate through a situation like this because it is tough. And there's not, I'm going to say right now, there's not one answer. There's not one pathway. There's not one direction. I mean, there's not one type of narcissist. So you can only imagine that because of that, hence, there's not one solution to dealing with this. But I do want to shed some light on ways that you can either cope with it and then we'll get into the next steps after that. Is there hope? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I want you to know there is hope if you are dealing with someone who you love who is a narcissist. If you're dating one, then you need to honestly decide if you want this relationship enough to work. Is it someone who is worth going through the process of healing together? And are you willing to wait that out? I mean, for some people, you might be in a situation where you want to have kids and get married right away. Chances are, if you're dealing with someone who's narcissistic, that healing journey may take longer than going to a few therapy sessions. This might be a long battle within for your partner to deal with. So you just have to have really realistic expectations, but ultimately deciding how important is this relationship to you and how important is it to make it work out. Now, if you're dealing with family or someone who you have to work with, it's obviously a little bit of a different story. There's more of a choice typically of separation in that. Maybe if you live still at home with your parents, then that's a different scenario. But typically, if you're an adult, if you're living on your own, you don't necessarily have to see your parents as often as, say, someone who you're in an intimate relationship and you live with. Uh, Same with work. But unfortunately, you know, again, I know there's lots of scenarios out there where some kids go and see their parents every day. People have jobs where they have to go in pretty much every day and see the same staff, same colleagues, same boss. You have to decide for yourself how much of the situation is escalated. How unhealthy is it? Is it worth you sticking around? Is it worth you saving and salvaging what's left of the relationship? It doesn't make more sense for to end ties. I can't answer that question for you. That's something only you know based on your scenario. But what I can say is that it does require you to have some difficult conversations first and foremost with yourself about what's really going on. Honesty is the first step in making any sort of progress. So you need to be willing to have the honest conversation with yourself first and then take action. And of course, you guys know that I would not leave you hanging if you do want to make it work with this person. Again, depending on their level of narcissism and the situation at hand, If you've decided that no matter what, you're going to try it out, you're going to stick with it, and you're going to make it work with this person, then I just want to share a few tips on how to potentially navigate that scenario. So number one, you need to know your boundaries. Now, if that's something that's a little unfamiliar territory to you, great news for you. I create an episode all about boundaries. It's my pave your paradise episode two, all about boundaries, baby. That will help you to navigate how to have difficult conversations, how to know what your negotiables and non-negotiables are. And here's the thing, you need to be able to know what they are, but you also need to be able to clearly communicate and stick to them no matter what. You also need to speak up for yourself, especially when you're dealing with a narcissist. They will do everything in their power to try to belittle what you're saying 
saying to try to make you question yourself. It doesn't matter what their tactics are. You need to speak up for yourself. Here's another tidbit of info. Be prepared for backlash and know how you're going to navigate difficult situations. Again, you need to be able to stand your ground and do not back down. They will try to manipulate guilt, blame, shame game you and you need to be able to stand your ground and be firm in what your expectations are and what you are willing and not willing to put up with. And I want to just say to elaborate on that last point, this is not to come from a place of aggression. You do not want to ever, ever in life come from a place of anger and aggression. That is never the way to solve a problem. You want to come from a place of compassion and love and understanding and knowing who you're dealing with. Hence why it's so important to be honest with yourself first about what's really going on and then take action. And also never do these conversations or never try to navigate these kind of situations situations when you're already distressed when you're already stressed out when you're already angry when you're already really upset with someone because it's better to come from a place of calm peace joy than it is when you're already hyped up another big one to do when you're dealing with a narcissist is to make sure you insist on action rather than promises with them. Because again, with the whole dangling carrot and trying to manipulate the situation, trying to promise things to you that never come to fruition and they're really not about following through because it's all about getting you excited and then letting you down, you need to literally put your foot down and insist on action rather than their false promises. And when they don't follow through, there needs to be a repercussion. Maybe that's you just not spending some time with them for for the first time and if it happens again maybe that's you finally just picking up and leaving you need to follow through on what the repercussions are going to be as well otherwise they will walk all over you number five again having to be honest with yourself about what's really going on not turning a blind eye not pretending that it's not as bad as it is let me tell you from being in personal experiences it's hella bad it gets really bad it gets to a point where again you start to lose yourself you start to question yourself you start to wonder what you're doing. It's like you can't even recognize yourself. And when you get to that space, things are either going to get worse or you are going to have to be forced into leveling up for you, for yourself and for your well-being and your future. You have to be honest with yourself. Also, you need to know that no matter what you do, you cannot change them and it's not your fault. They will pull the blame. It's your fault. It's your fault. I'm like this. It's your fault that this happened. Da 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 da. They'll try and shame you. They'll try and pick apart all your worst insecurities and they'll try to manipulate the situation so it's again on you. They'll try to guilt trip you by saying, well, if only you were this way, then I'd feel blah, blah, blah. And I I don't mean to say it in that tone, but it's just having been in those situations, looking back, it honestly sounds like you're dealing with a child most of the time. It's like you're dealing with someone who's either having a tantrum or it's like a kid trying to manipulate a situation. The difference is the child doesn't really know what they're doing most of the time. An adult 100% knows the intention and they know what they're trying to pull. So just know that no matter what you do, it's not your fault and you cannot change them. Another big one, and this is especially important if you are planning to try and make it work with someone who has major narcissistic tendencies, is that you need to build a support network around you of healthy 
connections. You need to be able to have other people outside of your relationships with these people, whether it's your mother, your, and I'm talking about like the narcissist themselves. So say it's a relative, you need to have other relatives or just other friends that you can turn to when that person is really putting out their toxic vibe. You need to be able to still have solid, healthy connections to remind you that what you're dealing with is not right. It's not okay. It's not healthy. I mean, again, it's about being optimistic, but if you subject yourself to only being in an unhealthy, toxic, narcissistic relationship with a narcissist, and there's only the two of you, and you basically let go of all the other friends, family, connections you have, and I hear this a lot, actually, from people who get into these relationships, and I've done it myself. I've let go of sometimes people in my life that are actually really good for me because I'm just so concentrated on this wee, wee, wee. What tends to happen is you start to forget, like you literally start to forget what it's like to have those healthy connections around you. That's why it's so imperative and also just to have support. Dealing with someone who's a narcissist is so incredibly draining. It's emotionally, mentally like draining. You're so spent when you're dealing with someone who requires so much energy that you need to be able to turn to other people in your life who can lift you up. This one is something I would highly suggest. Again, I'm not a practitioner. I'm not a physician, but I would highly suggest that you seek help for them and for yourself because having gone through these kind of relationships, I can tell you that it for sure feels like, if not sometimes is the case, that there's PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder involved. And a lot of times it's only after the fact, after things happen, or even years after things happen that they start to creep up on you and in those times you need to be able to turn to someone who's a professional who can help you to navigate things that you can't do on your own and I'm not saying that to disempower you I'm actually saying that to be a source of help as part of your tools in your in your healing toolbox so seeking help is a really big one lastly you need to just know that you're going to have to have a lot of patience a lot of compassion a lot of love And a heck of a lot of forgiveness because it's not easy to be in a relationship or to try to make a relationship work with someone who has narcissistic tendencies. But there is hope. I am a believer that it can work as long as you do the following. You really have to figure out how much you want this relationship to last. And then you have to have a difficult conversation or many with that individual about how to up-level your relationship together. I really believe that people either grow together or they grow apart. And if you stay on your positive trajectory and make sure that you're taking care of yourself, ultimately, the other person is going to have to get on board or they'll inevitably fall to the wayside because you'll both be so different at that point and distant from one another and where you're at on your journeys. It's really difficult. I'm not going to sit here and say it's easy because I know firsthand it's very difficult when you love someone and you're attached and possibly even codependent at that point. Having been in that scenario, you get to this place where you're just so so unhappy that you feel like you don't have anything to lose anymore. You'd rather be without them and happy than with them and miserable. And bringing it back to the Pave Your Paradise podcast and my mission and my vision for all of you, no one and nothing externally can ever bring you happiness that can only come from within. Hence, the saying, happiness is an inside job. However, the same can be said in the opposite for those who torment you. If you're in an environment or situation that is constantly stressing you out, having a negative impact on you, or that 
you're constantly feeling drained by, there's no way you'll ever be able to create or maintain inner joy. It's impossible. Narcissism is like poison to those who are touched by it. They cannot coexist. Happiness and narcissism cannot coexist. So ultimately, it boils down to you. It boils down to your choices, your priorities, and ultimately, your self-respect and self-love. The last thing that I really want to touch on with you guys is something that I think is really integral in these kind of conversations about difficult relationships, especially dealing with one where you're dealing with a narcissist as a loved one, as someone who's close to you, as an intimate partner, and that's when to stay or when to leave. I just want to say to you guys, if you're listening and this episode is really speaking to you, first off, you are enough. You do not need anyone to complete you. And it is your job to love yourself first and foremost. When you really love yourself, you can make decisions based from a place of what's best for you. And you truly own your own power and Anyone who tries to sway you from that strong foundation of self-love will not be able to break you. You can only decide on what you need to do for you when you're in that kind of loving vibrational state. This is something that... I've actually never spoken about ever. I think there's on my hand, I can count the number of people who I've shared this with. It's a really intimate, but also very emotional story to share. But I feel like it's time to just release it. And I'm happy to have you guys be the first ones to hear it publicly. I'll never forget the time that I was with a partner who had major narcissistic tendencies. And he blew up at me for something that was completely uncalled for. It was absolutely unnecessary. And he reacted in a state of raging anger towards me. And it was from a deeply repressed place of unhealed inner wounds within him. And I was in such a state of shock that it felt like it felt like an out of body experience if I really had to explain it as anything. I remember standing there shaking for a few moments just trying to wrap my head around what just happened and I literally just burst into tears on spot. My nervous system had gone into such a state of shock that the rest of me did not know how to respond to it. So my body could only naturally release it through tears. Looking back now, I realize the same thing has actually happened to me when I've taken a hard fall in snowboarding right on my tailbone and kind of having that that whiplash state. And I remember I in times when I've had those hard falls, I'll crash and then my body will respond by kind of jolting up and I come to and I just start bursting out in tears because it's that overstimulation, that hyperstimulation of your nervous system and literally your body is just in the state like it needs to release. But going back to the rage and trauma situation with a partner, in that moment when I was standing there, my very first thought was actually I could never have children with this person and I would never ever allow myself to bring anyone into a toxic environment like this. It was such a traumatizing experience and although no physical violence occurred the emotional scar that it left on me made an impact that I had to spend a long time healing. 
ultimately, as crazy as this might sound to you guys, because you know I'm all about confidence and female empowerment and, I mean, just human empowerment for you guys out there listening too, but I'm just such a person to not put up with BS, to not not take shit from basically anyone, and at the same time being a really loving, compassionate person, I'm so thankful today that it actually happened because it forced me into a deep analysis of that relationship and ultimately a world of self-discovery on relationships at the time that it happened and one of which is that I held the power within me to decide what I would do and what I would not tolerate in my intimate relationships so by virtue of that situation happening to me I literally was given the chance and opportunity to rewrite my relationship story so you guys might be wondering what ended up happening after that between us and and myself and I mean I'd be super curious if I had just heard that story and that recap to answer your questions if you have that question shortly after we actually ended things wow big surprise to this day whenever I find myself in any situation that even remotely of a fraction reminds me of what that powerful force of negative energy felt like I know now that it's my intuition warning me that this is not something for me that's not meant for me and that I could actually be in harm's way, in some sort of danger. So it's helped me to now navigate, guide, and steer me clear of distraction, disappointment, and danger from things that will not serve me in the highest way. It's one of those scenarios where I could look back, I could wallow on it, I could, you know, play the poor me victim, but I don't choose to do that. I I choose to use it as an actual empowering moment in my life and use it as a learning lesson of clearly what I do not want, but also to help me in my future and in my present as well to know what I feel right doing and what feels really heavy and wrong to me at this point. Wowza! I have said a lot to you guys in this episode. I know it's a lot to take in but it's something that's really near and dear to my heart and because I have such a personal experience with it and I want to help others to steer them clear of potentially these kind of scenarios in relationships and also I really want to help people have the healthiest most up-leveled relationships in their lives. So as I said before, it's just as important to share the things that you can work on as it is the things that you can do in order to have those next level relationships and connections in your life. I've shared my story with you guys. I've shared some traits, some examples, some causes of narcissism, some treatments, how to spot it, how to deal with one, and ultimately what to do if you find yourself caught in the situation. And my biggest takeaway for you is to take action today. And how do we do that? How do you, how can you do that at home right now? How can you do that? You're saying like, well, what if I'm not in this situation? Here's the thing. I bet there's someone in your life right now who upon hearing some of this episode, you can think about maybe, maybe it's even, and don't hate me for saying this, maybe you have some of these traits and you've never been aware of it and that's okay. The healing and the growth starts by being honest. You can only progress things that you're honest about. So whether it's yourself, someone you, personally know maybe it's a relationship you're aware of that is has an unhealthy dynamic to it here's the thing that I'd love for you guys to do because I've done this exercise and it's helped me tremendously start with your boundaries boundaries I will always go back to because they literally will dictate what works for you and what doesn't work for you in your life and you have to have boundaries are what will help you to build a solid foundation for yourself so that you can co- build a solid foundation with somebody else whether that's a friend a lover a loved one a co-worker whoever the person is you guys will be able to build that solid foundation I would love you guys this week to 
clearly state in writing what you will and will not tolerate in any of your relationships and take this as a journaling exercise because I love 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 my journal and you guys know how much I'm a fan of writing and releasing in that way so I want you guys to do an honesty check-in do you feel like someone you know has narcissistic traits how is it truly affecting you your environment your peace your happiness and your physical and mental health how is it affecting you that's a really important question to ask yourself because in my past when I've had to sit there and actually have these challenging conversations one-on-one with me with Mandy it has been hella difficult but oh my gosh the insights that's come out of them has been life-changing literally life-changing to the point where I've ended relationships I have gone on a totally different trajectory I've moved I've taken massive action in my life so it's really important to check in and tune in with yourself guys life is too short not to be living in or at least working towards your state of paradise and you know how much I'm a preacher of paving your path to paradise when you have the courage within to eliminate the things or people in your life that are not serving you the universe higher power energy god whatever you want to call that thing that is outside of us that is a higher thing It will have your back and it will bless you with exactly what you need for the evolution of your soul. I know it. I felt it. I believe in it. I know it's true. So please have hope, have faith, keep reaching towards your goals and moving forward and doing what you need to do for you and you only. You cannot pour from an empty cup, nor can you heal anyone else but you. And you, my dear, darling, sweet soul that is listening, you deserve to be happy. Oh my goodness, that was quite the episode together today. I feel like a weight has lifted off of me. I hope you guys are feeling the same way. Some of you might be like, oh my gosh, what just landed on me? But I promise you, That's where the healing, the growth, all of that good stuff can actually start the journey of going within and processing and breaking down and breaking through can actually happen now. So I love you guys. I want you all to hear this straight from my heart. If I can get through these situations and these kind of relationships, you sure as heck can too. I believe in you 100%. Believe me when I say this, if I can endure certain things, I completely know that you're capable of doing the same. So on that positive note, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. If you're loving our time together and would love to support this podcast, I have something really special for you that I'm going to be sharing about soon. So please stay tuned to future episodes. Also on my social media, I have something that you guys are going to love. It's something that I created that is super high value adding to your lives. I've been listening. I've been taking in all your feedback and I really want to continue to create things that can help you from my heart and soul and using my unique abilities to be able to share the tools, the techniques, all the stuff that I've learned, all my experiences and just putting that into products and things that you guys can get absolute benefit from. All right, that's it for this episode. I am sending you guys so much love and light and wishing you a positive, peaceful, and progressive journey. Until next time, love, 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 love. Thanks so much for joining me. If there's anyone you know who you think could benefit from hearing today's episode, it would mean the world if you'd share it with them. Love what you heard? Then please subscribe. If you really love what you heard, then please leave a review with your honest and loving thoughts. 
This podcast wouldn't be possible without your support. If you feel called to, please make contributions to my podcast fund that helps me to keep it going strong, bringing on amazing guests for you, and to continue the ripple effect of spreading goodness in the world. I appreciate you, your time, and your energy, and I love hearing from you, so drop me a line on social media. As always, I'm wishing you a positive day and your own piece of paradise. Until next time, sending you love and light and keep shining.